welcome everybody to Theory Underground. I am your host, David McCarriger, and today we have two co-hosts uh, with us. This is Anne Snellgrove, my, do I say betrothed? You're betrothed. <laughs> betrothed what? Is it? Is that a, doesn't that mean like we're engaged, right? Is that Nance is the other one? Nance, what's up? Is that what that means? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think it implies like ownership, I but see. <laughs> this is my property. What's up, everyone? <laughs> I'm being forced to be here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so uh, it's a joke, but anyway, I was just saying the things that I th I think people say. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not even sure. You know. But uh, you're not allowed to do that right now. That's not, it's not okay. It's not funny either. So let's be really serious. We're all here today to commemorate the founding of Theory Underground 12 weeks ago. I'm just kidding. Actually, you know, so we're, we've been calling these like week one, week two, week three, but this is like more like week, I mean, I don't know. I, I, so just going with the counting, however I originally started that, this is week 12. But I mean, really, it was founded. It was established on December sixth, nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty seven. The day that you were born. The day that I was born. You know, well, in a sort of sense, but no. I meant to say twenty twenty two. I meant to say twenty twenty two. Yeah, You're it'd be pretty. Thirty years off. I mean, it could be a joke, I suppose. That could be the. That could be an inside joke. Founding day. Yeah. Theory Underground established nineteen eighty seven. Okay, but anyway, if it, if, that, if it does turn out to be an inside joke, it, this was the founding of it, but welcome everybody. Um, the Week in Review streams are ones that I was doing weekly and stopped doing weekly. Currently, the calendar on the website still shows, what does it show? It shows that uh, there's a bunch of shit that's not even happening. So it says... Weekly community review for the chronically busy or seeing impaired. Right, the idea was to make this more accessible to people who can't keep up on everything. <sighs> you know why that's not possible? Is because nothing is in the world is more exhausting than all of the things I'm doing plus trying to make it all accessible to people who can't keep up with it. So I kind of wanna just encourage other people to be like, look, if you know someone, um, who you can make this all more accessible to in some way, do it. But um, for now, I'm gonna keep doing basically what I've been doing, operating at half capacity. Because my energy got used up and I passed out and it's not been the same in the last few weeks since then, as we talked about in the, I think the most recent Week in Review stream. Um, it's just, when I, when, at, with, with, with half the energy as usual, I've discovered that there's a lot of things that I'm doing. It's like, it's not sustainable, right? Like, I, I'm not able to write a book when I'm doing stuff like this. No. And now I just think you're more, like, something about that made you, like, in tune with what is zapping your energy. You were just, like, doing everything all the time. And now you're, like, very aware of what saps more energy, which is just why I think you're more tired. And I take time to unplug every day for yeah. at least a half hour, but I try to unplug for like a couple hours, you know. But one of the, you know, one of the drawbacks to unplugging and not constantly always doing everything is that 
I haven't even fixed this calendar. So currently the events calendar on the Theory Underground website is bunk. Um, don't, don't trust it. And then if you click the events tab, I think it doesn't even work. Let's see, does it work? Let's check it out. So yeah, if you go to theory-underground.com, oh yeah, you can click events and then you'll see events. But for now, they're not all correct. The main thing that is correct is you'll see the Zizek for the internet, what they do here. Um, what needs to be added is the, the, like the, every month we'll decide like when this is going to occur. And then that needs to go up. And what is this? Because it's changing. It's not just the week in review. Now it's a bit more like a month in review combined with the patron only chat, which is to say that um, there's news that goes public and there's news that stays private in the patron community. And that's not just because I want to incentivize people to be patrons. Um, it's not just because I want people who've got skin in the game and who've been around for a while to kind of be the majority of the people that get certain kinds of information. Um, but it's, it's also, it's more importantly, um, I, I, liked, I like the idea of like two kinds of news, right? There's the news that like, it's like I'm putting out there on YouTube and then there's the, new, the news for like a smaller conversation, right? I like that. Like I, f I find some kind of a freedom in that. And so I hope other people like it as we go on. It's an experiment like everything else. But I wanted to say that a couple of really exciting things are coming in terms of courses. One, a new one is listed right now, and that is What is Sex? Uh, Alenka Zupancic wrote a book called What is Sex? And Cadell Last from Philosophy Portal and I are co-teaching it, though I have to say Cadell Last is doing most of the work because he has a lot of slides from before and he's just kind of revamping it for our conversations. And he's really teaching me in the way that Mikey's teaching me, which is to say like, he's been there, he's done that, and we have good conversations, a cool dynamic, and we're experimenting with it as a sort of teaching learning style, mm -hmm. you know? Because what am I, but the glorified uh, student supposed to be too dumb to understand the reading that was done, right? Because in my, in my piece on mastery and the students supposed to know, I say that what we need are people willing to lecture and to stop assuming an audience of, of students who get it. No, 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 assume students who don't get it. But here's the problem. We can't assume students who don't get it at all in the sense of they didn't even do the reading no, assume students who did the reading and are now confused. Like that's my, that should be my follow-up to that last one. But on this, on this note, I did make a meme and so I will share that. Let's see. The meme is of the famous painting, forget the artist's name, but it's Alcibiades learning from Socrates with some fair looking lad behind Socrates leaning over him. And so basically over Alcibiades, who's looking pretty regal and flamboyant, it says Dave. And then over Socrates, who's instructing Alcibiades, it says theory underground guest lecturers. And then the person hovering over Socrates' soldier, sol shoulder, hanging on to every word is, the, it says enrollees, fellow travelers, and lurkers on YouTube. So 
What up, chat? Is anybody lurking on YouTube right now? Shout out to the chat. Good to have you here. Shout out to the podcast people who will be listening to this in the future. Shout out to people who are new to Theory Underground who are checking it out on YouTube after the fact of the live stream. Don't worry that you missed it. Nothing is more annoying to me than people who are in the, in the chat being like, oh, no, I missed it. Now, it's really silly that that's annoying because I, I get the sentiment actually makes sense. Um, it makes sense because you just wanted to be there when it was happening because you wanted to be able to chat. And that I appreciate. I do love when people are in the chat. But, yeah. but, it, but what it does is it normalizes this idea that it's almost pointless to watch it after the fact. And so that's the only thing is like if you go, oh, I'm sorry, I missed it. And then you leave it at that. It gives me the impression, well, now you're not going to watch it. I did it for you, though. I do it for people who are watching it after the fact. It's not just for people who are here right now. So anyway, um, what is sex? Cadell asks is in the, in the role of Socrates. I'm in the role of Alcibiades. Or am I Socrates questioning someone who's supposed to know? It's a, it's a mixture of these learning styles and it's getting – we're playing with these styles. Yeah. Yeah. So did, did the two of you watch that stuff? How did you both feel about it so far? Watch. The conversation with Cadell last on what it sucks. Yeah. I watched that conversation. I was there live. And as someone who's like not that grounded in the theory or like not as experienced with the Lacanian stuff especially – but I have like a little bit of a footing and I want to understand more. I'm excited because I can tell like both Cadell and Dave know enough to like apply examples and make something relevant. But then also they're really good at talking about it in like an abstract way that gets me like thinking about it and trying to like cling on to that. And so I think it'll be a good course for whatever level you're at or whatever like your interest in Lacan is because it's still going to be relevant. Hell yeah. What about you, Nance? Yeah, I, I watched two, I think. You, or maybe I just watched the same one in Zoom and then re-watched re it again on YouTube. I might have done that. Um, I'm, I'm super pumped for the course. Um, started reading the book, and uh, I think it's it's kind of topical as well. It goes into some stuff that might help cool some people's jets um, or at least bring up interesting discussion points. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm super pumped for it. Yeah. And we've, we've gotten um, some early bird signups, uh, $50 patrons at theory underground, get a discount to all the different tiers. Um, they all, there's also a new tier for patrons to be able so if you're a $50 subscriber to the website just to be my patron, then you also get any course at the audit level for 50 bucks. And so that, that's, that, that saves you a lot of money now because the tier system has added prices that bring more value directly out of my finite and most precious time and energy. So, um, you know, like at the, at the first level, Let's take a look at it, actually. We've got the course right here, don't we? Um, I guess I would have to open up the product side. So, yeah. Yeah. The, you, want to, you want to say something about the, the tiers? 
Yeah, I mean, I think something that you've, like, emphasized is just after passing out and realizing that you've been working, like, literally every single day with no breaks before then, like, from, you know, the second you wake up until, like, the evening. And it's like, if you're putting so much energy into this, but, like, you need money to live and survive, and so it's, like labor that you're doing like kind of should be like compensated more but then also I like the tier system because like there's obviously there's like scholarships there's discounts but then also like there are options to just make it like accessible to everyone I think having some stake in the game like like it's stupid like in my ideal world college classes would be free and everyone would just take free courses all the time and like get the most out of it but because that's not how the world works right now and because, like, there is a lot of value in taking courses and the fact that, like, money, like, an investment puts some stake into something or kind of gives yourself some stake in it, then it just makes sense that that would be, like, a motivator for people, really, to really want to get the most out of it. Yeah, that's been the, the thing that has... Reading Carl Jaspers is the idea of the university at the beginning of the everything going on with theory underground in a group with other critical thinking theoretical educators really accelerated my thinking on this one because it's like jaspers is really adhering to and flushing out the ideal of the university and in the ideal of the university like the best of the best are going to be able to get in and they're going to be able to focus on their research and teaching and they're not going to have to deal with busy work and they're not going to have to deal with deadlines. They're not going to have to deal with administration. And so we kind of took that approach with the first couple of classes, which is like, look, you don't have to be a theory underground. You can go do anything else. You're not getting credit for this. All we have is some kind of street cred and even that's relative. So really we can't say that this is even worth doing, but if you think it is, then great. We're glad to have you. Welcome to the club. But, uh, we're all living in this thing, in this world. And so the things that have real hard deadlines force our attention. And when, when we have a lot of things competing for our attention and our, well, specifically our time energy, uh, the things that are gonna win are the ones with the harder deadlines, right? Um, and so some kind of accountability assessment structure is needed Several people have put that forward. Um, people will find more value from it. And we want to be able to deliver on that. But we also want to make it so people can just basically audit. So like tier one is just auditing. You know, you can just go to two, tier one and that's just auditing. I mean, you get access to the forum still, right? Currently. Currently. Yeah, currently. Um, whether that stays the same or not, I'm not making promises right now. Um, sure. I mean, obviously, anyone who purchases it at this level, that's going to remain the case for them. But ones in the future, I kind of want to have the audit level be something where it's like they don't even see the website. They just get, like, the syllabus and they got the links and then they, they don't have to worry about any of that other stuff. It's like, do I want people to go to the website for everything? Yes. But also, like, I don't know. It's interesting. That's cool. It's like they're paying to, like, listen in on a course at their convenience. To be and, they don't, and they don't really have to do much work to do it. It's just like, oh, here it is. Listen to it now. 
to be a fly on the wall. I see. And honestly, like that could like that tier one could just be the live lecture, or sorry, just the recorded, you know. Like either just the live or just the recorded, almost. Like if they can't attend the live, they can have the recorded, but they can also just come sit in the live, maybe ask a couple questions. Right, and the thing is, is there are people who are at that level, and that's what they want, and it doesn't seem like they should have to pay a bunch of extra. But tier two is like for longer term stake in the forum for longer-term stake in the recorded lectures, for being able to return to those. Now, it's not like this, I can guarantee it'll be available for the rest of your life, but you know, the, it's about the longevity of the website and having a stake in the longer-term maintenance of the website's costs, as well as um, having access to stuff that gets added to the course over time, because all of these courses are only gonna bulk out like they're like they're, like they're working out slamming protein shakes every day like these courses are only going to evolve like freaking pokemon mm -hmm. you know and so yeah. they're just going to get better um people who just think oh it would only be worth being there if it was if i was in the live zoom call why 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 because you could say something in the chat because at the end of the day it's me hystericizing a lecturer or me lecturing. That's almost all it's all it's almost all it's ever gonna be. Yeah. And so uh watching that uh in the Zoom call or after the fact should be almost the same value, I would think. Some people will get more from being in the group and that's valid, but that's hopefully the forum function is gonna kinda serve that purpose for a lot of people who aren't able yeah. to be there because of time zone differences because of work conflicts, etc. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, yeah, so then uh, tier three though is where we really start to get into my time and energy, which is why it has the symbol there for time energy, which is to say the, uh, it's, in, in addition to all the other tiers, you now get my constructive critical feedback, uh, which will either be by voice message or uh, marked up reviews of your assignments. I like the way that one of Dan's professors would send the the, res the responses by voice yeah, message. Yeah, he would like voice to text record them all and then just email that as a file to you. Yeah. Yeah, best feedback I ever got in college, for real. And then uh, tier four, all the same stuff, but now in addition to that, you get two one-on-one -on -one calls with me, one during the course, one after the course and that the one after the course is about your final project and then access to any of the live and recorded exegetical reading sessions of this text that Dave will do right so you get a special invite to do to to be there for those exegetical readings and stuff like that and then finally tier 5 this one is $600 all right whoa what is that $600 yeah but you can get it for $50 if you are one of the $50 patrons on the site. And it gives you access to tier one, basically. I should say tier two because it, but it's, no, it's, 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 it's still kind of like the lowest commitment. Like it's, it's, it's just like the cheapest buy-in if you just kind of want to be a fly on the wall with, that's kind of why. That's and why so this like is that. where patrons will always go if there's ever a course that you want to just like audit, have access to being in the session or listening after it's just like oh it's just 50 bucks for you you have to go to the one that says it's cost 600 dollars you just put in the code and then it's just 50 bucks yeah and so that code would be 
as long as you're a $50 patron, you have that code. But if you're not a $50 patron and you don't want to become one, you can just pay a, a, once, a once a year fee, just, just so it's a one-time fee, gives you a year's access to those codes. And those codes include things like 35% off mm -hmm. um, of all the other tiers. So we're experimenting, it's all new. You know, this is just something that I spent like a whole day trying to figure out how to do because I needed to do it. I knew that uh, it would make a difference and it has made a difference already. So um, yeah, that's good stuff. Anything else on that? Nance, do you have any thoughts on the tiers and stuff like that? I think it's not fun to think about that stuff, but no. I think it it is important to have a filter. Um, and it's nice to have accountability. Uh, it's very nice to have accountability because this stuff can get away from you, especially not being a career student um like that back end really helps developing ideas and developing anything you're writing and the motivation too like it's cool to bounce stuff off you and have you be like oh that's valid or no this is actually what's up it's worth yeah. it thank you yeah yeah, we did an extra reading this morning. I think that, that one was really good. So that's two things I want to draw people's attention to. One is right here, and that is it just went up on. You can't keep yawning. I'm sorry. You're gonna make everybody in the audience go to sleep. No. You're gonna make everybody else yawn. I cover my mouth. Yeah. Now I want to yawn. No. I'm going to <laughs> yawn. You do. Look what you've done to me. I'm putting it in the live chat. So this uh, this link to Cadell <laughs> this anyways. this link to Cadell last video that I just shared. It's an introduction to Lenkazuponchik's Chich's uh, What is Sex with me and him. And this is basically the second conversation we had. The first one was on my channel called Three Reasons to Read This Book. But the introduction is just on the actual text. And it's a uh, killer conversation so definitely go check it out it just premiered on his on his site today yeah i mean things got said conclusions get drawn connections get made that people are going to be thinking about for the next decade i guarantee it we're saying things nobody else is saying we're doing things no one else is doing and it's it's a big it's a big deal so i don't want to say anything else about that for now but the conversation this morning, it was, it was the exegetical reading with uh, Nance and Nikki. Nikki's first time doing it. She got her achievement for doing the first time. That nice. was killer. That was a really good conversation, wasn't it, Nance? Yeah, it was, that was a, a great way to start the day. Um, nice. And, yeah, I feel like it. Uh, it was maybe a little bit special and maybe that's like, it was like, Oh, Hey, get up. It's early. Let's dive into this. Yeah. You got up. You got up. What time did you wake up for this? Um, I got up. It was around five. Hell yeah. So everybody on the, if you've got eyes on the screen, I went to the live tab on the theory underground website. 
there's a difference between videos tab and live tab. The videos I upload, the live I obviously stream. And so yeah, it's for they know not what they do, chapter three, part one, Zizek on Hegelian language. And this this is also just crucial because what's developing at Theory Underground is a theory of a theory of education itself that is meant to be compensatory, to bend, the, to counteract against the tendencies of the attention economy that we're all caught up in, that we're still participating in as we speak. Adam's in the chat. Welcome, Adam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hold on, let's get Adam in here. Oh, hey. Oh hey Adam, how's it going, man? You're on you're on live television. Sure. You're on candid camera. Well then I better put on my good camera. There it is. Did you just change your angle? God yeah. dude. God damn, got moves. Adam Adam's leveling up. Right over here. Nice. God. Whoa. Okay, that's a third camera one. Okay. Oh, that's the okay. worst. The worst. Now he's, wait, I like I like that one the most. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good <laughs> one. My daughter drew that one. No, we can't see you. That was the joke. Oh, I got, I'm well aware. Oh, okay. It's a very punchable <laughs> face. Oh my God, no, <laughs> no. All right, everybody. Well, this is Adam and Nance, and they're in the call. And uh, Adam, were you coming in on this call? I just uh, I'm wrapping up saying a couple of things, so I'll I'll finish making those basic. I'm basically getting a few things out there so that people got the basic update. And then we're gonna go to the private side of the patron call. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're not there yet. But the, uh, yeah, the conversation, because Nikki had never done an exegetical reading before, and I don't think she'd watched any of the previous ones, she asked really good questions about how to do one. And kind of like, we're, there was, so it made us more aware of like, what are we doing as we do this? And why are we doing it? Mm -hmm. And like I said, there's a there is a there is a theory of education developing that you're not going to see anywhere else. It's cutting edge shit. We're doing something real cool. There's a lot of really neat stuff in the works. I'm not going to get too into it because a lot of it's just information and ideas that only the patrons are going to be privy to for a while. Uh, but for now, I will just say that there is a new system of uh, of achievements at Theory Underground. And I wanted to show you all um, that, so we just talked about the tiers as well, which is why that was on the screen. But yeah, if you click on your own profile picture at Theory Underground, it drops down like this menu and currently the menu is redundant. It says the exact same bullshit that the header does, which is wrong. That's not how it's supposed to be. I finally have a solution to that and now it's going to show options for your timeline, options for your connections, options to see your achievements, etc. But right now, if you just click on it, it will take you to your profile, which is just your name and nickname, which is not the ideal situation. I would rather that it was a little bit more, I want it to be like people are coming to you like almost like your MySpace, my, yeah. MySpace page or something, but it's, it's a placeholder for now. Um, let's go to my connections, because I actually don't have any achievements. I have forgotten to award myself achievements on this like website. Creating through your underground achievement. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, you gotta I, take care of you, man. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm energy award. 
No, I do. I need to give myself a bunch of achievements that people are going to go, oh, okay, I, can't, I, I, I would have to put in 10 years of work before I can get that one, right? Just to kind of, it's kind of like the gang when you have the initiation to a gang. Like the, who, the founder of the gang kind of sets the bar somewhere, oh right? But, do, but, does the, but, but, but does the founder haze himself? You know, well, I'm going to hang, uh, hang. Jeez, that's Jeez. a slip. Haze myself. The worst right. season of Sons of Anarchy ever, man. That was the worst slip. I've been making a lot of slips, and that was the worst one. I'm gonna hang myself. I said. Now YouTube's gonna. Me like, too, dude. It's okay. Me too. Cool. All right. As you see here, Nance's face, beautiful face. What does it say? Be Nance. If we click on it, you you can see right beneath his profile picture there. He's got three achievements. But if we click on that and it takes us to the profile, oh, well, I think you'll see the same crap. I should have just clicked the actual one, achievements. One day it will take you there. Yeah, the website's still slower than it should be. I, I upgraded it for a couple hundred bucks a month and went to cloud because now it's not a shared server. That was supposed to make things better, but it's honestly still sluggish. But whatever, it's a work in progress. The, the app will be a lot faster. So yeah, you see these, these different uh, achievements. This one says three exegetical readings. This one says first timer for exegetical readings. And then that one says you're so discursive, which is I think you get it for making your first discussion post or something like that. Is that it? Yeah. I don't know, you're the creator. Yeah, that, it's the forum discussions. Yeah, so if you click on it, yeah. then you find out. It says, you've made your first reply. Oh, that's why you're so discursive. First reply to just anyone? Yeah. And anything? Or yeah. in the... Yeah, some achievements Wait. will be easy to get. I've, so I've done that, so I get that achievement? I think you have it. Wait, some of these, I didn't know this. Some of these achievements are... exciting. <laughs> some of these achievements are automatic, and other ones I have to... Actually, award. that's cool that the website can do that. I know that's when I got this software and these plugins and, and made the big investment. It was a huge. It was like all my savings, but I knew all. It had all the pieces of everything I wanted. Like, no, oh, you've literally talked about this like for years, wanting like to have an award system in like a learning environment. Exactly. Exactly. And so. Um, why am I at the meme page, my Instagram meme page right now? It's because I actually have the first exegete award right here, and it, and it just looks better. I'll, I'll eventually figure out how to make the website show, like, the oh, high-definition, yes. beautiful version of it. But for right now, you just see, like, this faded, pixelated, smaller version of it. I got to fix that. It's so cool. Isn't this sick, though? Yeah. Like, this sort of impressionist painting of, like, these people in the park. This is, this is supposed to be... Uh, Central Park, New York, um, and some people reading together. Um, thanks, Mid Journey, for the artwork. Um, no shame. I mean, that's the thing is like normally I just blend photos from Google image searches, but with Mid Journey, I don't have to worry about you know. I I can just kind of blend other stuff. And that's the thing is like people who are using Mid Journey and just generating images with Midjourney, they're missing half the fun. The real fun is blending images in Photoshop or GIMP. Yeah. 
take yeah. take those images in there and then blend them, and you can do way cooler stuff than Midjourney is capable of doing. But um, yeah, that's cool. So yeah, now you know it. The achievement system's in there. It's just it's a matter. You know what I'm gonna do? We'll geek out in Guadalajara this week, and uh, I'll I'll show you the back end so that you'll be able to make. You know, if there's like some kind of achievement you wanted to add or whatever. Like, we'll be able to kind of start masterminding things. Gosh. I don't want to make it so people are awarded for just replying. I don't want to, like, you can make a point system where people get points just for replying. But we're not trying to have more noise, right? We're trying to have more, like, effort buffers is the point. Yeah. Effort buffers and cooldowns. This tattoo on my wrist is about cooldowns. The point is, like, oh, you've got a great idea? Put it on cooldown. Like, yeah, write about it, but don't. Put it out on Facebook. Don't put it out on Twitter. Don't put it out on a blog immediately. Put it on a cooldown. Think about it for a week. Think about yeah. it for two weeks. Come back to it. Rework it. And it's just like a reminder to myself to like, okay, not everything has to happen at once, right? And so tie it to the draft. <clears throat> Somebody makes a draft post. Boom. Yep. Award. You chilled. Get, yeah. By by calling it a draft in the first place. By just yeah, just making it a draft. Like not actually posting it. Do like do we even have that option on there? When someone says something as a draft and then and then comes back and posts it two weeks later, boom. For no, okay, no. In my ideal world, that's how it will work. Right now, I don't even think you can save drafts. No. People need to be. All, listen, if you're new to the site and everything, just be using something like Google Docs or Evernote to back your stuff up. Don't trust the website. Have everything on your own. And then you copy and paste it into the site. Like that is the best way to go about things. Because mm. I don't trust the site. I don't try. Like things can things can mess up. I'm dealing with so many errors every day. Like I mean it's, I don't, I don't want to act like the errors are proliferating. But there are just certain bugs that are hard to work out. Like some people making posts. Code appears in their posts. And there's. Well, we use like. Italic. No, when I've used like italics before, it's done it. But you're like bold. But yeah. Are you? So when I copy and paste from Google Docs and stuff's italicized and it just stays that format into the forum, that's not been a problem for me. I think it's been a problem for some other people. Okay. And so there's something inconsistent about this behavior. Mm -hmm. And the team was I working got, on it. I got something on that. Well, let me just say that the, the, the programmer team was working on it for two months. They, and then I, I followed up with them a couple of times and they were like, yep, still working on it. And then um, one day a person with a different name, not the person I had been in contact with, says, it has been decided that this is expected behavior and your, your oh, case nice. is being closed. And I was like, what? no, no, no. You said no. you found the problem and you were experimenting with solutions and now you're telling me it's ex it's expected behavior. Solution. Yeah. It's not a problem, baby. Yeah. yeah the feature. Deny yeah, it's it's actually just, you know, it's you wanna say you're doing underground shit. This is your this is your street cred, like right there. It's a badge of honor when people can't read what you're writing because of Bro, you wanted it to be like code. you want it to be like MySpace, then you better get good with <laughs> div. And div, you know, a little CSS. Oh you better gosh. get some really animated gifts in there. It's true. Adam, what were you going to suggest as the... Uh... You know, uh, yo, check it out. Docs.new. Just get used to it. 
format your shit in there. Don't use any of the problem is the formatting, the inline formatting in your in your whatever it is that you're using on WordPress there. That whenever you use the formatting in that program, that's what's that's what's outputting that those extra divs and, and all those other those other HTML markup. If you just format it in Google Docs or yeah, Google Sheets. No, docs. You want to use docs.new. And that if you put that into your URL, it will open up a fresh one. Use your formatting in there. Get it done all nice on there if you want to have it with bulleted lists and bold and italics and all that shit. And then copy paste it in. You shouldn't have any issues. Mm. It takes it in just fine. It's when it tries to do it in line. Mm. All bad. Gotcha. So docs.new. I mean, if I were you, I'd even, I would even just drop the formatting option. Just don't even let it let, don't even have that ability to to do formatting in there until you get that bug worked out and say, Hey, if you want to be extra spicy, use, use a external program to do your formatting, make it spicy, copy paste it in. That's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into that idea as well. There's kind of like this backlog of things I need to do. It's like there's, I was, I was showing people, I think before you got in here, Right now, if you go to your profile picture and like click it and it drops down this menu, that menu is just mirroring what's on the header. And I was like, well, that's redundant. Why is that? So it's that will be changed very soon because I finally have a solution to that. I figured it out. So that's going to show the stuff that otherwise you had to click on your freaking profile picture. And then that would take you after an insufferably long, an insufferable long wait. It takes you to your profile and then you can see like some options and I want to make those options in that what you see in that menu which is profile timeline connections groups videos photos forums documents email invites and achievements it's all right there you can click on any of those right well that'll be in the drop down under your avatar there um yeah that that's going to really make things better once that's like that um, but I, I want to encourage people for now just to remember every time they have like the wait time, there's two things. One is that uh, companies pay hundreds of millions of dollars to cut down the wait time, the load on a page because statistically you lose people and you and like a company like Amazon can lose um, hundreds of millions of dollars if the wait time is like two seconds, you know, like it's so that they, they, they're, this is, this is the main reason why everything's got to be fast, fast, fast everywhere, everywhere. Everything's always got to be so fast. We need 5g and we need more Ram and we need more this. And it's like, it's because they're making so much money when things are faster. And that's the number one thing. It's bad for our attention spans, bad for our mental health. Yeah. Right. And so the, so that's why we're saying, look, uh, whenever it has this longer load time, smile, sit back and say, I'm in the underground. <laughs> They're not trying to fuck me over right now. For real. Wow. That was, I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, I mean, we're really just riffing, but the, I want to draw your guys' attention to in, in the store right now. There's a, there is a product. It's not supposed to be showing just yet. So it's kind of a spoiler alert, but it was on the screen earlier. So I'm going to acknowledge it, but it's right now it's a course that we haven't even announced yet. Digital literacy and critical media theory, theory and practice taught by Dave and Ann 
literally the two of us. This is going to be a course on the theory of media as well as power when we're thinking about media. And and also, you know, subjectivity and ideology and propaganda and all of those things. So, you know, obviously when, you know, Chomsky, Bernays, they come to mind. They're classics in that. But of of course, also like the, the question concerning technology and the medium is the message and all of these other essential uh, works that are that they're essential to two fields. There's two existing fields they're essential to. Philosophy technology is one and media studies as the other. And digital literacy, on the other hand, is what Anne's going to be teaching. What's that? Yeah, so that is going to be a combination of like kind of doing some social science and social, social analysis while actually using like popular and not books and works that talk about like basically how to have a good relationship with technology in this day and age. So books like Digital Minimalism, what else? Digital Minimalism, Reclaiming Conversation, Conversation. Amusing Ourselves to Death. How to Break Up with Your iPhone. Things like that, which might seem like on the surface, like, oh, it's just some self-help book, but we're going to kind of take like a deeper look at it and, and look at it from like a societal perspective and then, but also like use the advice and kind of do some experimentation and applying that these practices into our own life and kind of justifying like why, why we should. And that's what's most innovative about this approach is that kind of the way that the PMC course was, um, it was taught by two instructors, myself and Elton, and you didn't have to do a lot of reading. It was excerpts. Mm-hmm. Similarly, this will be excerpt-based. You're not expected to read giant books. These are introductory lectures where you really spend time with an excerpt, getting to know the voice of the author and maybe a concept. It's not going to be like you have to read the whole freaking thing. Because the goal is that after you've done the course and then you have the, the, the motivation to dive into one of these, you know which one to dive into. That's the point of an introductory yeah. courses. Yeah. And it's a chance for us to really uh, hone our lecture skills and our interests. Like this is a wheelhouse for us. Yeah. Has been for a long time. Yeah. And then something like, I, I feel something that like I offer to this conversation is the facts that I am like in the kind of Zoomer gen, like slash younger millennial generation. And so I like literally got social media when I was 11 years old. And I, so I like have this real life kind of perspective on how detrimental that has been. Um, and just kind of like, I have that firsthand experience of being able to go, oh yeah, when this came out, it was like this, when this came out. The social media, it's like, obviously you were on MySpace. I'm sure we've all been a part of Facebook, but it's like, I come from like, I was so young. It's literally been a part of my life in like my most formative years. And so I have like a, not only like the sociological perspective, like another level of just like, I was there and it wrecked me. Right. Like I'm still recovering. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, and it's, it, it's, it's talking about addiction in this context is not a mm. joke. I mean, talking about jouissance and drive mm-hmm. is not a joke. We could say that the, the fantasy of being a digital minimalist is the function of desire and the pleasure principle for the ego, but that the, 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 the scrolling and distraction is 
drive coming in to frustrate the achievement of that desire, right? And so we're all stuck in the sort of tug of war between these things. And so, yeah, you know, it's like we'll be talking about stuff like that, but um, I, I wasn't going to go too into it right now because we're going to do a surprise stream in the near future. It'll, it, we're, we're not going to like plan it too far out in advance. We're just going to do it kind of the way we've, I've been doing things, yeah. which is just like surprise, surprise new stuff, surprise. Yeah. I'll tell you about it after the fact. The owl of Minerva only flies after dusk or whatever, you know, so you, you'll always find out about it after it happened. Yeah. But this course is innovative for yeah, a one, yeah. one big reason that we didn't get into. And that is that it is, we're trying to utilize the fact that we're not bound to an academic year or institution or calendar. Um, and the fact that there's a way that we, because people in a sort of sense, when you pay for a course, you're paying for the accountability and assessment structure itself. And so we thought, well, we can, you know, the way that I did that course with Elton, which was in a pretty short period of time, or with the IDV University course with Ann and Brian, pretty short period of time. We got through it in a few weeks um, or in a couple months. And uh, so you get into it, you try to focus on a lot, you eventually, it's over and you move on with your life. Yeah, but when it comes to our relationships with our devices and thinking about ourselves as subjectivities, that are formed in a radically new historical context that has never existed before. That's not something we wanna just do and get out of the way as quickly as possible. It's something that we actually want to think about and then go back to our life and then be forced to think about again and then go back to our life and then be forced to think about again and then go back to our life. And so it's a six month course where we meet once a month. There might be some kind of like a rehab discussion group component, like like pseudo AAA or AA, you know, AAA. No, no, just AA. Um, kind of like, you know, people reflecting on and having discussions about the experiments that they're putting into practice. And Anne's going to have like monthly assignments for people. This month, choose one of these options and try it out. You might go for an entire month without your cell phone. You might go for an entire month with your cell phone's notifications muted. You might go for an entire month with your cell phone being kept downstairs and never coming upstairs. There's a lot of different kinds of experiments that people uh -huh. will be able to experiment with. And then they write reflections like journal reflections, um, you know, and then they choose some of those reflections to share on the site. So yeah, Adam, what are you thinking about that? First of all, it sounds awesome um i uh i thought i caught you uh, as i was coming in saying that you were going to be talking off the stream so i, I kind of had a sure. i had some For sure. thoughts about this but i i kind of would love to kind of give those thoughts not necessarily on the stream uh yeah, if yeah, that's yeah, yeah. if that's all good yeah yeah, yeah. Um, do, okay do so save it cool so I'm, I'm gonna hang on to that then yeah, and actually, that's the other thing is we're not gonna uh, we're not gonna fully unpack all of these things because there's a lot of things that are kind of like we'll kind of reflect on them. And yeah. so, um, also, we had patrons join before the call, um, but then they were they had, it, it, it they had to go, and so um, the so we'll end up having to repeat some things. But for now, I just we talked about time energy. We talked about the exegetical readings as uh, a, a, a achievement, um, but I, I think I think we've covered enough of it. We'll talk more about the tour soon. Um, that course is going to be available 
start. It's going to launch um, in May. And it's going to be on Sundays. I think it's like Sunday afternoon for a lot of people. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're, we're, we tried to pick a time where a lot of people are going to be available, but we're only going to do it like once a month. So even if you've got church, you might dip out on it once a month, you know, yeah. and some people will be fine with that. And if you're not fine with that, you probably wouldn't like this website anyway. So um, the other thing is I just got this tattoo. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a big deal because anybody who's been affiliated with my work now has seen this symbol. This is the time energy symbol. And, uh, it was back in the days when I was doing new symbolization project, it was a symbol back when I was doing new symbolization publishing. It was a symbol back when I was doing theory plea, I was using the symbol all the time. I guess on the stream on the computer, three, three places we can see it, right? You can see, yeah, three, three, three places that you see the symbol, and uh, I kind of wanted to incorporate, to kind of tie in, and just like I, I've never actually said it on stream before, but like, why the Michelangelo with the face tattoo, the time energy face tattoo? Does anybody off the top of their head know why I'm doing that, or have a good guess as to why I'm doing that? And goes last, Nansen, Adam, what do you think? Why, why am I using this Michelangelo with the face tattoo? Uh, I mean, if if you're asking me, it kind of makes me think of this possibly even apocryphal uh, interaction between, say, the Pope and Michelangelo asking when is when is the uh, Sistine Chapel going to be done and him saying when it's done, motherfucker kind of thing. Um, Dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. I never thought of that. That is really good. Now it also means that. Yeah. Just moving forward, I wanted to be known that when people ask me about it, I will say, well, that's part of it. Right. That's the part of the tiger's leap back into the past there, bud. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For real. Nance, do you, do you have any guesses or have you already seen me say it? It's a Ninja Turtles, man. <laughs> okay. No. Want a pickle? Want a pickle? Well, and this isn't actually Michelangelo. This is Michelangelo's David. Okay, let's be clear. This isn't actually Michelangelo. This is his David. Um, and so it's actually the full zoomed out version of it is like a pretty ripped but also semi uh, flamboyant looking like like these statues usually were. Uh, or uh, Naked. Uncircumcised. Uncir- really? Is that true? I mean, it would have to be. They, they were very leery of certain religious groups at that time yeah but david was circumcised i mean i wasn't there so covenant with god okay well i'm going off the old testament okay well okay so anyway but he's got his sling the other sling like an actual leather one you know that he's going to use to take down goliath right (laughs) nance is cracking up (laughs) so the uh so anyway I was named after David from the Bible, right? And so uh, it means beloved one. And, you know, it, it, he's a complex literary character. Um, I'm not, you know, I, I, I grew up kind of in a family that would read the Bible and stuff like that. So the, the, it's my namesake in a sense, but also I'm short and I'm not like ripped. In fact, I don't look like a, your average calendar model. I mean, I've got my various characteristics that are working for me but i also have ones that are probably working against me because i'm a real person you see 
this is like an ideal. And that's the point, is that this is the ideal. In the ideal world, I'd be, I would look different. I would be taller. I would be ripped. I would have, I could have face tattoos and I'd have my time energy too. I could literally do it all and I could do anything I wanted. And, but here's reality. Real, you know, reality is I'm not my ideal ego. A reality is my ego identifications aren't me. And the point of this is to remind people who are making some kind of, you know, like they watch this shit and they're like, yeah, I like this shit. And they have some sense for who I am or whatever. Just to remind you, like, it's, it's all an image. It's all a spectacle. It's all a performance. Now, I do try to just be myself. I really do. But, you know, that's also ridden with complications and failures. So that's, it's a kind of a reminder that I'm not that ideal ego. And that's, that's the point of that. But anyway, that's why I got this on my, on my, on my arm instead of on my face. <laughs> yeah, every, like, few weeks, a few months, Dave's like, oh, I don't want a face tattoo. <laughs> and I'm like, look, you do, do it, dude. You want. Do whatever do it. you want. You're a grown up. You're a grown adult. She says, do whatever you want, but she's like, but cr- like she's cringing like, internally. Society has not yet embraced the face tattoo, so so maybe not. Her grandma. Um, I, I would argue like that. It. I think. Her this society grandma. accepts you with all your face tattoos. Maybe though, maybe you want to play with using a, a sharpie for a couple weeks and just right. you know see how you like it. <laughs> Don't worry, we decided you know? a bit against it. Anne actually suggested that though. She was like, "Could we, could we just like draw it on you?" Use some eyeliner. Yeah, girls put little hearts on their faces for a night out. I I, there's got to be something. I mean, think about it. Like you want to it's, it's one thing about committing to a symbol. Right. But it's another thing about being open to your symbology evol- evolving over time. I, I think that there's something to be said for being able to be extemporaneous about your, uh, you know, visual symbology. I mean, tattoos are cool, man. Don't get me wrong. They're fucking awesome. But uh, makeup's pretty fucking sweet, too. I mean, I don't wear it. I, I kind of do wear it. I feel like this is makeup. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. The the all natural the all natural makeup that I can't really grow without looking corny as fuck. Yeah, it's true. It's not a good look. You, you could right. tan with like a sticker. All right, now we're Yeah, that's a good idea. Now, okay, first of all, that's a great idea. Second of all, uh this was not on the on the books. So I'm going to say that Pretty much, I think we've covered the territory I wanted to cover. Yeah. The time, energy, like button on the website is a thing that I wanted to draw people's attention to as well. If you go into the forums, people's forum posts and comments, instead of a like button, you have a time, energy button, which means that there's not a value judgment there. It's just the fact that you did give it some time and energy by actually reading it over. So you don't get to like it up or down or heart it or cry about it or any of these other emojis. You can do that in the replies in the comments and you're encouraged to go for it, you know. But the point is, is I just replaced it with the time energy symbol because I wanted people to, to have the opportunity to mash the, the freaking time energy button. And so now now you've got that. And so 
Um. Anyway, oh, yo, there's actually people in the chat. What up, Isaiah Holland's in the chat. Sananda's in the chat. Sananda says it'd make you look more badass. True. <laughs> or See, like Isaiah like, Holland does makeup and draw symbols on their face. Remind me of Bo Burnham repeating, re- re- "I'm wearing makeup" in his song "Art Is Dead." Oh, repeating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love Bo Burnham. Isaiah, oh, I'm glad you do that. And See, it's possible. It's Isaiah, crazy. look, if we meet up when we're on tour, um, I'll do makeup with you. I'll do makeup with you and go anywhere. I'm just saying. I'll go out on the town. We'll put little hearts on our faces and go do shit. Yeah. I'm down. I'll, I'll wear a dress while I'm at it. I don't know. I'll, whatever kind of party we're going to, I'll match the occasion. Let's do it. But um, for now, I'm about to close this out. Yeah, we're going to the patron side of the chat. Um, but don't worry. There's a lot of free content here available. I mean, I don't I hate to call this news content, but we've also been ha- hamming it up, having a good time. And so uh, drag the thing back to the beginning and play from the beginning. Um, at the, when the stream ends, it might take a little bit to process. Sometimes it does. But um, I think there's like, what? How long is this? Uh, an hour. So it's an okay. hour-long stream. That's not too bad. Yeah, we try to keep these short enough that people could, you know, the, the busy people could listen to it. But I'm also realizing that busy people just might have to retire or move to Mexico and get a different job so that they just aren't as busy if they really want to do theory for a period of their life. Like retiring, <laughs> retiring would really help. Has it, hey, you're a busy worker. Did you think about retiring? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Next time you hear something. It's something's... just that easy. Jesus. <laughs> Have you tried it's not like being dummy. poor? Yeah. This is me at the workplace. Everyone's like getting radicalized. They're like, I fucking hate my job. And I'm like, then why don't you retire? <laughs> but for real, at, at Amazon, yes. I was like, I, I, I talked about it for like months with my coworkers. I was like, yep, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go to Mexico and I'm going to live as cheaply as possible because the, the amount we're paying for rent here is not being covered by the amount we're getting paid at Amazon. And they were all obviously aware of it. Most people working at Amazon have a second earner in the household or they're living with their parents or, you know, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there, everybody. We uh, appreciate you for dropping by on the stream or listening to this on the podcast. We're watching this in the future. The future. The future. Stay tuned for this course, for the updates about it. This is going to bring you into a new relation with devices, yourself, others, and, and the world, and media in general. Yeah, it's going to be a game changer for real, for real. Straight busting. No cap. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> Later. <laughs>